I used to do lots of things. It's July, which means it's um, it's like the second or third spookiest month of the year, I think. Well, dude, not just it's it's like it's our two year anniversary. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did. We had our first. We're a little past it, but yeah, we recorded our first episode end of June, early July. Yeah, I think so. I went back to look on YouTube. It's just like two years ago. It's like YouTube. That's not helping me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh well, happy anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary, Joe. (laughs) um cool 84 episodes 84 yeah that's we're getting there it's a spooky it's one of the spookiest numbers too 84 yeah yeah it's pretty scary i I suppose yeah no (laughs) i didn't have anything i had nothing (laughs) i had nothing for that (laughs) usually i had something i had nothing (laughs) oh man no i was um uh, uh, so I, I do marketing for this, this little performing arts organization. And so we were just kind of brainstorming just random ways to like promote uh, ourselves. And so, so did you ever watch Portlandia, you know, with, with Fred Armisen? And, um, I think we've talked about this. I like started it. I've mm-hmm. maybe seen a few. I've definitely, it's one of those shows where, because it's uh sketch. Yeah. Like you kind of just see things here and there. Yeah. Like yeah as yeah. episodes, I've probably seen a handful tops. Right. Well, there's, there, there's this hilarious uh, uh, sketch. It has that, that comedian, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yep. Um, so he and some other guy, they're, they're selling stew like, like you know, it, yeah, yeah like, they're, they're selling stew out of like like a food truck in portland uh-huh. um and and they're struggling to sell stew uh obviously and uh so so jim gaffigan's like all right you know I, i'm gonna try something different so 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 he goes out in front of the, the food truck and then and then he's like oh oh my leg it really really hurts and then some woman comes up to him and she goes oh my god are you okay he goes yeah yeah don't worry i'm, I'm gonna go to the hospital hey look they sell stew here what i'll go to the hospital you stay here and get some stew oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah so That's so good. me and the, the the other team we, uh my co-workers we used some talking ways like stupid ways of like like stupid segues to get people to buy tickets like so, so you should have just like two of you jump the other mm. like outside of the theater oh. or, or the studio or whatever it is is there like a yeah. central place do you like yeah. have a location yeah, yeah like outside the theater just be like just like use that one like oh okay i'll go to the hospital you go catch a show <laughs> So we have like this membership program. So like if you're an artist um, or, or, or you donated money, then you can join like the, like this mm-hmm. Discord. We can talk to other artists and network and get, you know, in, uh, uh, info on, on upcoming things. Um, so I, I was like, you know, maybe I should like set up a, a separate account and go and be like, oh, man, you guys, today it's really hot in L.A. But you know what always cheers me up? It's a nice, cool glass of ticket sales. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's yeah. stupid segues. I'll, I'll be, like, I'll be your hot man. Like, what, what do you guys do? Like what kind of art is it? Um, it's experimental uh, performance, uh, immersive theater stuff. Like so, a lot of frontal nudity, that kind, of, that sort of thing. Uh, mostly backal nudity. Um, Back nudity. Like, yeah. Um, it's like, it's like white it's just butts. butts. It's just, just butt shows. Nothing, nothing but butt butts. shows. <laughs> just flat butts. <laughs> Artists yeah. emaciated butts. <laughs> no, I mean sometimes the stuff we do is a little provocative. Like we have a uh, we do have a horror themed uh, burlesque show coming up. Um, ah. No, <laughs> if, I, if I was there, I just every day like my MC would come out. And just, ah. No. Oh. <laughs> um. So we got that coming up, uh, but yeah, we, we we do kind of a wide range of of you know uh, immersive performance stuff. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it sounds very Los Angeles. Yeah, it is, and um, that's why. Uh, but you know, let's talk horror stuff though. Well, this. Oh, hold on. No, you know what we should do? Uh, because you just brought it up. Oh yeah. Talk about promoting ourselves. Oh yeah. We never promote ourselves, and then you oh. literally brought up promoting something else, and I and I made a mental note when you said that. <laughs> and then we're gonna go right into what we're talking about. So let's promote ourselves. We do it once every like seventeen episodes. Yeah. And uh, we have a Patreon. We have merch on there. You can yeah. support us uh, for as little as three dollars a month, oh, really? and you yeah. get goodies with everything at a minimum. You get uh, 
ebook and a sticker at max you get like sweatshirts and t-shirts and paperback books and all that stuff um and there are i think four different tiers uh my website is bendalesio.com it's in the notes you have all my books there yeah and reckless muse um links to short stories and my movie review list and all that fun stuff yeah and also if you are a writer if you like you know write short stories or you like you do commentary on you know pop culture and art and, and stuff like that uh come be a writer at the reckless muse uh blog on medium someone uh, did someone just post a cat story that yes I they did yeah jerry right. landry yep excellent yeah i, I saw that i liked it. i have to go read it though yeah, uh, yeah. I, I prematurely liked it, assuming it's pro cat. <laughs> yeah. It was anti cat. I'm going to go take my like away. I know he does like dogs, um, but I don't, he might be. Uh, okay. well, I mean, he maybe. Well, here's the thing. He I'm moved. Joking. So I actually met him here in LA, and, and he's, <laughs> he's, he's a screenwriter, but he moved to Texas. So I don't know. Maybe the move changed him. Maybe, you know, <laughs> when he was in LA, when he was on West Coast mm -hmm. guy, he was a dog, a dog oh, man. I like, I like dogs. Mm -hmm. How, how's Chomper doing? He's good. I took him so for Fourth of July. Uh, I took him to uh, a barbecue at, at my friend's place, mm. and I asked him, "Hey, is it okay if I bring my dog?" And like, yeah, yeah, it's totally cool. We got two other dogs here, and they're really friendly. So, and they do not like like they're super friendly towards everybody. They don't. They do not like Chomper at all. And it's it's like the so Chomper. Mm. I mean, they, they, they weren't like getting violent or anything, but Chomper, he's super friendly, and he's he's just kept like like, hey, let's I'm gonna jump on yeah. you, and they can chase me. Come on, let's play. So he started crying a little bit because they wouldn't play with him. So. The other dogs wouldn't play with him. Yeah, oh, but. Uh, it's okay. He got he chopper. Uh, he's he loves humans, so he got lots of uh, lots of attention from chicks. So that's, that's really what matters. Yeah. He's a chick magnet, chomp that face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right then. Okay, that was our promotion. Horror yeah. in July. Yeah, it's the title of this episode. Yeah, so you don't have to text me later. Be, be like, do you have a title for the episode? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm like 30 seconds away from like uploading, it's, it's upload. It's gonna be permanent. I can't change it. And I just like think it's like, on the top of my head. That's like way too long and confusing. And you're like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll work with that. Yeah. Um, it's a good so one though. You've watched you you've you've kept abreast of some uh, recent horror. Well, we both love horror stuff. Yeah, and uh, we definitely do multiple episodes in October. I binge watch horror movies in October and just need a, you know, so much that I need like a palate cleanser by the end of it. Yeah. But I do just like horror all year round. I've really taken a horror punk music as just like, I thought it would be a, a phase. It's not, it's a lifestyle wearing yeah. my misfit shirt right now. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have watched and like, not even necessarily on purpose, just some like new movies that have come out uh, have been horror mm -hmm. and like two overtly, so which are evil dead rise mm. i love that series i have mm -hmm. a um i have a, a bruce campbell patch tattoo? on the jacket on the back oh. i wish a tattoo <laughs> like on, on the back yeah my favorite one line from any movie ever groovy yeah it's the best i i, I that's in the good things list also you can find it on the reckless muse yeah uh site and um i think it's the best single line ever in a movie no. Uh, in cinematic history, I should yeah. say. And yeah. uh, Scream 6, which we can talk about. Yeah. Um, and Infinity Pool, which is like horror-ish. Yeah. It's Cronenberg, his son. Oh, it's, son a, yeah. it's a Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. And we like him. Overall, we didn't, I didn't love Crimes of the Future. Uh -huh. uh, but we, he, they're, what I will always give the Cronenbergs, actually, I've only seen, I have Possessor on my, uh, watch list. Yeah. But well, I'll give the Cronenbergs is they, they swing for the fences. Yeah. And I appreciate that. They're definitely visionaries. Whether yes. I always like that vision is one thing. And if it um, materializes uh, or delivers, but I, I definitely appreciate that they're always swinging for the fences. Yeah. Uh, Possessor is interesting. It's all right. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it's one of those movies, like you said, where it's like, it's him just going all out. Like, like it, it, it's like a hard R inception. Um, it's a hard what? Hard R Inception, like an R rated. It's funny inception. that you say Hard R because I just went on, I just went on Twitter and Hard R was trending. It was, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's almost like I had like a bunch of black people staring into the camera. It's like black people and they see Hard R is trending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hard R. It was isn't that just like X? Like then that used to be what Hard R was. Yeah, well, it. it it's oh interesting God. that that um, movies would often get an X rating despite not being pornographic. It was just sort of like, it, yeah, we, we just can't give it an R rating. So it's like, all right, well, 
I guess we're X-rated then. So yeah, but X like there's then limitations for an X rating, right? Like they can't, they, they don't want an X rating. Like movies Correct. try not to get X rated. So so what they did in the eighties, they, they would just release it as unrated, um, which is basically yeah, keep talking, but yeah, it's from my head. Now my head's like all fucking tilted. Oh, is that uh, why aren't you wearing new uh, uh, TRM uh, merch? If you. Think. <laughs> all right we'll cut this we'll cut that oh my um God. all right yeah in the 80s the workaround that they had was like uh we'll just uh release it unrated and that was that was basically like, like the equivalent of of nc-17 oh yeah nc-17 uh, wait nc-17 is below r uh it's above r so i that, thought r is 18 no nc-17 is is no children at the age of 17 on, on, uh without parent, parents uh uh permission or, or guardian or whatever okay. uh, unless accompanied by a guardian nc-17 means no children under 17 at all period really yeah, yeah. oh oh okay so that's why there's so i feel like there's very few nc-17 yeah because most people still affiliate like like affiliated with an x rating where it's like it, you're one year away from an x rating anyway because mm. What's so, X? No I guess it's, it's just porn. No, but I mean, like, what? What's the rule? Uh, nobody uh, under the age of eighteen, I guess. Like, even if you have, yeah, even if you have a parent, I guess so. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Full penetration. No. No. Full insertion. Full insertion. Yep. Okay. Um, well, those are the three. I think that I've watched recently. I can go and check the list. What about you? Um, I haven't watched a whole lot of new horror. I've uh, well, I, I did watch uh, Bo is Afraid, um, uh, which I enjoyed quite a bit. But I think that one's going to polarize people quite a bit more than uh, because it seemed like um, <clears throat> Ari Aster's previous films, yeah, uh, Midsommar and Hereditary, were much more universally uh, praised. I think, but this one was was, was definitely more polarized. Um, I, I love it. I mean, he, he basically he's one of those filmmakers where it's like whatever he puts out, I'm going to go see it. Yeah, he is. He's, and yeah, he's earned that. Yeah, um, it's definitely a departure. From, it's less straight up horror, but there are definitely some plenty of horror nightmarish elements to it. Um, and then uh, I've been getting into uh, on and off for like the last year. I've been getting into analog horror, which is not a film specifically, um, but it is. Uh, you know, I talked a little bit about this, and, and honestly, I, I think we can do a whole episode on this. Like maybe we can just save okay. it for October, but. Um, Sure, but it's it's more of a YouTube oriented thing. So analog horror is like um, it's it's kind of like an offshoot of found footage horror. Um, so it definitely has a similar aesthetic where you as an audience are kind of stumbling upon you know this 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 footage. Um, mm. But 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 it, it it really plays up the analog aspect well. So it's often presented in like say um, like a PSA from like the late eighties or early nineties, like it has, a, you often see like, like scan lines. You'll see like, like it'll, it'll, it'll look like, you know, a VHS that's been recorded over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, and what are some examples of that? That like people, you think people would know? Uh, let's see. I have a list here. They're, they're, uh, which is my favorite one? Oh, so, so, so a recent one, it's called the back rooms. Okay. Um, it's, I have a description here. The concept of the back rooms. Uh, so, 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 so by the way, these are all pretty much on YouTube. So, so you, you can search for these and, and then they'll, they'll pop up. Um, the concept of the back rooms first originated as a sort of creepypasta after a photo of a pale yellow hallway was posted as a picture that felt off. And it, it looks just like, just like, like a basic sort of office, you know, uh, area sure. that's just empty of, of like furniture. The basics, the basics of the lore are that the back rooms are a seemingly endless labyrinth that people can phase or no clip into into specific areas in our world. And so like, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, uh, you're just, it's like a first person camera just going through these endless hallways, but then you'll just see like, like a brief flash of like a bizarre creature off in the distance or like, you know, right mm. around a corner. Um, and there, and there is kind of like a bigger lore behind it. But what's interesting about the back rooms is that from what I understand, it is going to be made into a feature length film. Mm. Um, and the director, I think is like 17 years old. And they got signed by A24 to, 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 to do uh, a horror. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. My favorite one, my favorite one so far is Gemini Home Entertainment. And so these are the ones that that are they look like <clears throat> PSAs, like like just like local PSAs. And they start off as sort of like um 
uh, oh, you know, there's a uh, uh, when you're out in wild and in the forest, like you know, don't feed the animals and don't do this mm -hmm. and make sure to stay on the path. And if you can't, but then it gradually gets more bizarre and and so like you know, oh, be, be careful of hyenas, be careful of this, and then and then like show like some kind of weird tentacled Lovecraftian monster. It's like oh, mm -hmm. beware the night stalkers, and then and so it, it gradually gets weirder and more bizarre. And so are um, these like like low budget? Yeah, yeah, and it, and I think that's part of the reason why they've taken off so much because like ninety percent of it is just done, you know, with editing software. It's just like oh, somebody mm -hmm. you know, made a creepy picture in, in in Photoshop, and then they they you know, put music and text together into uh, this weird little PSA. Um, so yeah, so so pretty much all of these are, are very low budget. That's pretty sweet. I have to watch some of these. I always liked horror shorts. Um, yes. I'm trying to think. I can't think of any of the titles off the top of my head, but I remember there were a bunch a few years ago that were pretty good that had like, I mean, I guess to describe them isn't great, but just a lot of them just have like a, like a, like that one moment, mm. like it's a few minutes long and it just built up to like this one moment, like a reveal or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, one of them was like something in bed and she's like snuggling with some monster. And of course it's like the person she thinks she's snuggling with walks in the room. So who uh -huh. the fuck, you know, something like that. Um, <laughs> she thinks it's, it's her husband. Yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah. So, something like that. Uh, I actually, I got an idea for one of my books. Like one of the creatures in my books was described in, I, I believe it was a creepypasta with this. It was like this story that sounded very real. And I, it was very, um, you know, it was very poignant and it stuck with me. And I was like, I could work with that. Like this, not that I stole it, but like it gave me the idea to, for this creature that then I put in my books that would be replicated uh, that I called the Vreek. Mm. And um, it's like this part dog, part humanoid type thing that was like waiting at the end of this person's bed. Uh, again, we're talking we're talking like a while back down. Mm. Um, so I can't remember exactly. But anyway, um, for the for the for horror so yeah ari aster for bo is afraid i've not seen that i have seen the mixed reviews it seemed like he couldn't miss for a while yeah. um and he is definitely one of my favorite directors and walking phoenix is, one of my, is probably my favorite actor yeah um I, I don't i would say if i had to pick one he's probably my favorite actor but um i heard it's it's not it's not hereditary or midsummer yeah it definitely doesn't have the same impact overall um but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I thought Joaquin Phoenix. I thought he was actually pretty terrific. Um, cool. I know that a lot of people, you know, some critics were were um, uh, uh, did not care much for his performance. They thought it was kind of one note. Mm. I thought it was pretty terrific because I it didn't feel like a Joaquin Phoenix movie. It didn't feel like a star vehicle. It just mm. he just he he went into like he 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 really immersed himself in that sort of like um, you know, sure. he just plays like this pushover. A high-strung middle-aged man, and I was like, "Yeah, I totally bought it the whole time." There was never a mm -hmm. moment like, "Oh, he's looking handsome." There, he's the leading man. I was right. like, "Oh, he's just this pathetic loser guy." So this entire time, and I, I, I thought it was great. All right, well, do you so? Some movies I want to talk about are new. Should we? Should I refrain from spoilers? Do you think? Like, nah. I mean, I because I think all of these at least have been out, like on, on available to stream and. Rent yeah, they all. I've, I've so. streamed all of them. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But you haven't seen. So let's. Uh, I'll, I'll mention. Um, I'll mention. Um, Scream Six. So, uh, I have my. I'm not going to read my reviews here. I just have. I haven't posted these yet. I still have one more to do before. I, I usually like to add five at a time. Uh -huh. And I've done four. So like basically after the last Scream, which is just Scream 2022 because it's called Scream, yeah. but there are no other. Think like no other um title to it yeah like i kind of vowed to stop with the screen movies because that one like it was fine i mm -hmm. give it like a 60 or 61 i think like just passable yeah but it was far too self-referential yeah and meta and uh i was kind of over it like in the first scream when they're talking about the rules of horror movies and 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 all and all of those kind of tropes it, it felt like fresh and fun and but, yeah. but now it's just getting a little ridiculous however i'm a sucker for these things hmm. and the I, I would never have i would have never seen scream six in theaters but i'm like hey it's free yeah. stream it why not yeah 
<laughs> I did. And the one thing that probably pushed me over the edge to watch it was that they changed the setting, which I thought was cool. It's in New York City. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to bring this up later for Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. But I thought that I'm like, okay, fine. That's like pretty cool. Like yeah. They're getting out of the, the suburban. Um, I forget where the original screams take place. Like, like where in the country are they like the Midwest? Is it like I Michigan? Think so something like, I think it's like Woodsboro, Woodsboro something, but yeah, yeah. I, I think it's supposed to take place, but it's funny. Cause then like the first two basically took place in, in relatively small suburban towns. And then the third one took place mostly in LA because it revolved around oh, okay. like they're, they're, they're turning the move. They're, they're, they're turning the events of the movie into a movie in Hollywood. So there's, they're kind of playing with that whole thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't remember where scream four was taking place. Probably, probably still in the same original town or something, but okay. Yeah. I've well, only seen the first four screams. You mean the scream from last year? Uh, no. Cause I remember scream four came out like 10 years or so. Oh, after okay, scream gotcha, three. Okay. All right. Well, Scream, the one last year was like back in the suburban town, like the hometown. Okay. I don't even know if it, I can't remember if it's supposed to be anywhere. It's supposed to be just kind of like generic su suburb. Yeah. But this one was in New York City. I thought it was very cool. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. How do I say this? It has all the self referential parts. It's definitely better. Mm -hmm. So, like, if, if, if it's definitely better than Scream 6, I'll give okay. it that. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't solve a lot of the problems. It plays off the same like toxic fandom. Yeah. Um, because what is it? Slice is the movie. Like the stab, stab. That's it. Stab. Um, the reveals are fine. It's kind of like uh, again. Yeah. Like, uh, and. I just thought it was like, like, like I'll, I'll just read. Not that I'm just going to read my own sentence here. Yeah, yeah. I guess I smell my own fart, but I'll just say it. I'm like, um, however, you want, if you want to experience the thrills of encountering a homicidal maniac in the Big Apple, all you have to do is take the ACE 123LG, probably 456 BDMF JZ7 QNRW or the shuttle between 12 a.m. and 11.59 p.m. any day of the week. So I guess this wasn't all that special. So mm. it's like, yeah, it's New York City, which is cool, but also New York City is just like full of homicidal maniacs. Yeah. So it, it does kind of lose its, uh, I don't know, it's it's panache there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's one part of it that, a recurring part of it that's very cool, where there's this whole shrine to... Um, to stab but like like to mm. the the ghost face i should say yeah and i thought that was very cool overall i give it a 65 sneak peek for yeah. it, it's fine no uh, I, I say again like i'll see you next year like they're just gonna make another one i am just yeah. gonna see it I'm yeah a sucker for this show i don't know if you have any thoughts on <laughs> franchise. yeah so i thought the first one was really good but even that i feel like if that movie came out today without without that really being because um, the movie came out, the first screen came out in 95 or 96. And that was cool. That was fresh because it was like, oh, cool. Like, and also because yeah, it was made by, by Wes Craven. So he's kind of poking yeah. fun of his own genre. They, they, right. they do kind of poke fun of, of um, sure. uh, cliches that he himself kind of populated uh, or, or kind of perpetuated throughout the 80s. Um, <laughs> um, but did I think that... Hellraiser? Who, who did Hellraiser? Uh, this is Clive Barker. My bar. I was just too confused. I've kind of oh. said that on this podcast, but anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, the second one was like, okay, like you're, you're you're stretching the premise a little bit because now it's it's someone else who wants to get revenge on that same teenager mm -hmm. played by uh, Nev Campbell, and then Scream mm -hmm. Three again was like, okay, we got even more people who want to get revenge on Nev Campbell because of family, and then Scream Four was like, oh, guess what? There are even more people from her past who are trying to get revenge on her, and then and I, I stopped watching after. I was like, how many people are going to keep kill, trying to kill this girl? Um, with mm -hmm. the same exact shtick, uh, so I mean, like, I'll, I'll definitely check out the newer screen movies, but um, it's just sort of like uh, I don't know. It, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm gonna read one more thing from yeah. my review because I did watch a couple weeks ago. Mm. That that um, is one of my critiques. It's like so. Scream suffers from the same issue I have with the Marvel verse Meta Galaxy Infinitum Infinitum TM. No one is ever dead. It's fun in Rick and Morty. It's annoying here. The character doesn't die on screen. He she isn't dead. Yes, I know the rule, but then I don't care when they get gutted like a fish. I actually don't care what happens to any of these characters. And even though I saw the previous movie eight months earlier, I can't remember anything that happened in it. All that being said, it's still a slasher with an interesting enough script to satisfy a Friday night craving for something mindless and bloody, um, et cetera, et cetera. 
So <laughs> I think that part kind of sums up one of my biggest issues with Scream. Yeah, yeah. Like I've said, the opposite, like what I love so much about Game of Thrones is when a character dies, with some exception, even if they come back, they're not the same. And then there's one right. thing with the religion there, but um, with the with the Brotherhood Without Banners. But um, uh, like it, it I, I don't I'm not invested in any of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. So when I see someone die. Like. I don't, it doesn't have that impact. And it's like, okay, 20 minutes has gone by. They're not back. I guess they're dead. Right. Oh, wait, 30 minutes has gone by. Here they are again. It, yeah. It's just, it's just fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so what did you think of, of the sort of commentary of, of scream six or seven or which, I, whichever one run? Yeah. Six. Um, I think it's played out. Like yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I think they need to, like, this was supposed to be a reboot but it's not because it still refers back to yeah. um uh the what, what was his name who was who the killer in the first one and oh something cotton cotton something like frank mm. cotton yeah who's the actor though who's that like oh leave schreiber schreiber lee schreiber it wasn't him oh wait no i'm sorry he was the guy who was accused everybody thought that he was the murderer for a long time but he was not oh um, really leave schreiber yeah yeah oh no, yeah, he was actually in the first three screen movies. Uh, I don't oh. remember, but um. yeah, well, he has like a very fuck. He has a very like recognizable name. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, was he the guy? The but wait, there's more. Um, no, that was the uh, that was his partner. That was Stu, oh. Oh, who, who was also uh, what's his name from Scooby Doo? That's right. Yeah, Jaggy. Yeah, Scream. <clears throat> Uh, this is really bothering me. Someone's gonna be fucking screaming at their Skeet Ulrich. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Ulrich, yeah, Skeet Ulrich. Um, yeah, like it's still it's still like related to him. He he has a kind of a cameo in this. I, hmm. I guess this is how he's making his money now. <laughs> his, <laughs> his, uh cameos in the screen movies. Uh, I'm never gonna complain about Jenna Ortega being a movie in a movie. Sure. You know, she's nice to look at. Yeah, uh, but. I don't know, man. It was it was like fine. Mm -hmm. it, it had a <clears throat> couple moments. <clears throat> it's a slasher, so it get like I get why it's so popular. Like sure. I do, I get why people want to see it. Um, it's just it's not my favorite style of horror. So if we're going yeah. back, big picture here, horror, it's something. And I guess it doesn't matter. I, I'm gonna put a lot of them on. They can be very fun, mm -hmm. but it's not my it's not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, the yeah. Go ahead. The 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 self the self referential thing <clears throat> um, is getting annoying. Like like so many movies and TV shows are doing that. The sort of wink wink nudge nudge thing. It's too. It's the it's the marvelification <laughs> of it. It's it's yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah. They, and I don't know. Is Scream kind of like the horror Marvel? Uh maybe it's kind of turning into that where it's like at first it was kind of like, okay, this is a cool, this is, this is interesting. This is kind like of like two like the, the come out in two years. Yeah. yeah. It's like the universe thing. Yeah. It's the whole kinds of like, no one's ever dead until they're dead and they can come back. There's even a TV show on MTV for a few seasons too. There's a scream show. Uh, there was. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's still on or not, but um, it they, feels uh, like it's, I'm not saying it's an exact equivalent, but if yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it's, it's that sort of movie, that's turning in you know it's very popular right now like yeah. everything everywhere all at once oh, which i really liked again mm -hmm. or i loved it like but that was one movie i don't want to franchise everything everywhere all at once so so yeah it's fine it, it's it's i think it does exactly what some people want it to do it's just yeah and it's an, it's enough for me to recommend it for that reason. Sure. Um, and I guess it was a little better than the last one. Yeah. It's really it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like I, I, I go to a screen movie for like, you know, in, in depth, um, yeah. you know, a, a, a satire or critique of the horror genre. But, but, but <clears throat> um, after like Scream 2 or 3, like it just felt very kind of lazy. It just felt kind of like, oh, this is what's going on in horror right now. Lots of sequels. Let's make fun of sequels. Yeah. Oh, but everyone, even, I think it's meta. Let's make fun of meta. It's like, even in, yeah. but uh, did you see the last Scream? Scream no. 2022? No. I think it was in that one. They're even talking about highbrow horror. Mm. And they're, again, they're ripping on the own type of subgenre that they're in. Right. Right. And they literally bring up like Hereditary. 
yeah. in our in our Aster movie. And like, so in a sense, I don't want everything to be that either. Yeah, like, I yeah. think it's cool how horror has expanded. Yeah, I love yeah. the variety. I really do. Yeah, I would like to see Scream become more of a pure slasher again instead of like a meta slasher. Is basically yeah, yeah. what what I'm asking for at this point. Right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also saw. Uh, do you want to talk Infinity Pool? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's talk that. So Infinity Pool. What's is, the so, so what's the basic premise of that one? Very very cool premise. Here's mm-hmm. here's my here's the thing. Infinity Pool was on such a cool direction. Um, I think also like. Crimes of the Future was. Mm-hmm. And I think Infinity Pool's a better movie. Crimes of the Future really fizzled out quickly to me. Yeah. Um, and got way too strange. Mm. Infinity Pool just got a little confusing, but the concept was fantastic. So to boil it down, um, it takes place in an like a fictional, basically like Eastern European country, but also that's like tropical. So mm. I don't know what an equivalent would necessarily be like. I mean, there are parts of southern Russia that are on beaches like Sochi, like, but yeah. it, it's it's nicer than that. It's like an a hyper authoritarian, but tropical country. I think maybe like the Maldives would be an equivalency, even though that's mm. like a Muslim Indian Ocean country. Yeah, but like, but like beautiful, but also no freedoms, right? Right. right. So, but they're white and they speak uh, like, like they have like Eastern European accents. Yeah, um, and it takes place at a resort where uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, is a novelist. You know, he's published kind of like one book. I think he comes from money or his wife comes from money. Um, so he's like a struggling artist, but also vacationing at a very exclusive resort. So you don't feel like that bad for him. Yeah. He's also Alexander Skarsgård, who's six foot five and extremely good looking um, and has a beautiful, you know, mixed race wife. Um, yeah. So uh, they, meet like mia goth's character mm. who like people don't realize like mia i think she uses her real real voice there which is like super high-pitched and britishy and, like huh. like not what people are used to in x and pearl and um and anyway so they, <laughs> they they get in trouble uh they go out partying off of the resort which they're not supposed to do they accidentally kill a local like driving mm. um drunk driving and over there it's kind of like no nonsense like eye for an eye yeah, so yeah. so you get the death penalty um no due process anything like that nice. and right and that's basically, right, like, how, yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how we should do it <laughs> and um <laughs> just kidding but uh however there's a wrinkle and this is where the the wrinkle is if it was just that it would just be like a midnight express a kind of horror story um fish out of water uh, locked up abroad type story but here if you're rich you can actually pay to have a clone made of you Hmm. which then your clone is executed Mm. but you have to watch your clone get executed right uh very cool concept and the way they do it looks really cool too right kind of like bathe in this like uh deprivation tank of gelatinous bloody liquid and um the executions are not like I mean, I think executions are morbid wherever, but it's not yeah, let's say yeah. it's not lethal injection. It's literally right. the family member of the victim gets to kill you. Mm. And there's a myriad of ways to do it. The first one is he gets tied to a post, his shirt ripped open, and a little kid walks up and just stabs him a bunch. Uh. Like, like, and then some of them's getting their st- so basically the plot is that though this group of wealthy hedonists kind of make a sport out of this. And because oh, they're God. rich. They just meet up annually, commit a bunch of crimes with impunity, and actually make a spectacle of watching their own clones get executed. Yeah. It sounds awesome, right? Yeah. A really, really cool premise. It just gets very confusing, very psychological thrillery, which is like, no, like you were on such a cool track. Yeah. It was like social commentary and sweet visuals, something that to me, at least, that I can think of has never been done before. Right. Um, Maybe that's not true, but it just gets really bogged down and like, and then it's Alexander Skarsgård's character has to, you know, he's, he's vacillating between if he wants to stay with the hedonistic group, go with his wife, who's like not about this at all. Yeah. Um, And I have some just kind of questions within the story. Like why, 
why would this country once, you know, the whole point of it, right. Is to like, I understand they want to get money. So if you're really rich, you can, I mean, that's how our legal system works too. Like, like poor people don't get executed or rich people don't get executed basically with some exception. But, um, I get that. Like there's the financial incentive, but once you see that these people are enjoying watching themselves get executed, like, what didn't you think they were like, is the money that good that yeah. like that's worth it? Cause it's not going to deter crime. Right. It's not going to like set, like there are victims here who I believe can see their perpetrators who like killed their family <clears throat> laughing, watching mm. their clones get killed. Yeah. Um, so it's not like doing justice in any sort of way. It yeah. just seemed like there were some loose ends there that need to be tied up. Right. Um, I don't know. I gave it a 68. Okay. Uh, I really thought it was on the right track. It was very cool. I definitely recommend it just like with its cool visuals. It's a very cool concept. Yeah. Uh, it's almost one of those movies I like to just see remade. Right. Like maybe in a little bit with, like, <laughs> with a new script. The, the, I think the second half kind of just gets too convoluted. Yeah. 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 That sounds similar to Possessor where it's okay. got a really cool concept um, and it starts off really cool. And then it just kind of sk- skitters off into other places. We're like, uh, okay, I kind of lost what the point was you're trying to make. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Cronenbergs, I'll give them lots of points for style and originality. So um, for the pushing Cron- the envelope. Yeah, the Cronenbergs have, or like, they've, they're directors who, I, I mean, even The Sun now, you know, I've only seen Infinity Pool, I haven't seen Possessor. Yeah. yeah. Um, does he have any other full length movies? Is he like yeah, one other? He's, he's, he's made one or two other films, I think. So I, I think he's made like, like three or four f- films total. <clears throat> At this point, even with Infinity Pool, it's like I'll put on whatever he yeah. he makes. It, it doesn't necessarily mean I'll go to the theaters to watch it. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And, and and that's I mean, that's I think speaks for that speaks for itself. I mean, yeah. Um so so yeah, I, I do like it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. If you get Hulu, like you should you should watch it, just see what you think. Yeah, we can talk about it again. Yeah, um, but it, it's but it's also one of those movies where it's like you get more angry because of what could have been. It's yeah. not just a shitty movie. It's like, oh no, right. this was really cool. You were yeah. on such a good path here. It just got bungled. <laughs> one of the only movies to ever make me genuinely angry, and it was actually a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of. It was a, a remake, a modern remake of an old cheesy 50s sci-fi flick called The Brain That Wouldn't Die. Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, I mean, like the original is super hokey, but at least like like part of what I, I, I think I saw it like a long time ago when I was a kid or something. Part of what makes it so watchable, though, is is like how mm-hmm. earnest the original 1950s one is. Is like mm-hmm. it's so they take it so seriously, but such a goofy concept that it ends up just being hilarious because of that. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. like, like like the most generic over the top you know sci-fi horror B movie from the fifties, um, and so uh, a few years back, uh, this is during the pandemic, but I was living in LA at the time, mm-hmm. and so um, my roommate and I we went to uh, uh, a horror movie uh, festival, and it, it, it was actually I think the first time I'd ever been to a drive-in theater, um, because you know it's during the pandemic, so that was like the only week we could watch movies at the time, um, and so we saw oh okay they're going to show the brain that wouldn't die, and so we thought that we had gotten tickets for a shorts program where, where it was just going to be sh- just showing short films. Mm-hmm. And then, so th- then they bring on like the, the modern remake of, of the brain that wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh, okay. Like I've heard of this. Uh, and it just kept going and going. Like they didn't indicate that it was a, a feature length film and it kept going and going. And here's the thing. Um, they really hammed it up and mm-hmm. it was like a super low budget thing. And it's like, I don't know. It just, you, you guys basically just shot the original shot for shot. But you, mm. but instead of it's, but but you know, like the thing that that made, that differentiated though was that um, the actors were just being super over the top, like 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 really hokey. Where it's like what mm. made the original so funny was they were serious, but it came off as hokey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, was, oh no, the brain won't die. And it's just like uh, it's like an hour and a half of that. Because in the fifties, like it wasn't, it it, it didn't know yes. right, like it didn't know that it was being. They thought uh, they were making a serious movie. Right, right. Yeah. And Whereas this, this one is like, self, it's super like, self, wink, wink, yeah, nudge, yeah. nudge. We're playing it up like the 1950s. Yeah. And there's like, there it was like an hour and a half of that. And we're just like, this film just won't fucking die. And we didn't, we yeah. thought it was going to be a short film too. So I think that, right. that pisses off. But that was one of the few films where like, if you're going to remake a movie, like add something to it, do something mm-hmm. different. Don't just do a shot for shot remake and then make it worse. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Last movie I got really angry at, which I think I read my whole review on this podcast, was The Fablemans. Oh, yes. Which was not horror, but that movie pissed me off so much. <laughs> I fucking, that, I'm so angry after watching that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting when a movie makes you angry because, at least for me, it's like, I can see, there's a movie where it's like, I got disappointed in it because, like, you know, maybe it had a good director and a good cast, mm-hmm. but it just didn't fulfill my expectations. Or maybe like it started off good, but then it ended badly or whatever. But a movie that makes me angry where it's like, you did, you should not have made this movie the way you did. You yeah. should have put more thought yeah. into this. Like It's a it's standard, like, like this is a Spielberg movie. Right. So like, it's right. not going to be like trash as in sure. like it's going to have a certain quality to it. But then your standards are higher. And it was just a shitty movie. Like yeah. it just sucked. Yeah. Um, another movie that made me angry. I'm trying to think of some now was uh, the remake of oh what's that one because i like refer to this movie when it's when you'll see on like reddit or something like name one movie that like pissed you off or something you know something like that and i always reference this one it's where two guys basically just like torture this family good time no not good time that's a good movie um yeah yeah, that's good uh it's something like Happy, good people. Oh, fuck. I'm so annoyed right now. Mm. Uh, I know it's a remake, though. I think of a Dutch movie. And okay. it's the actor... I, I'm doing such a bad job describing it. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, like a wormhole right now because I have to go to Boardwalk Empire. So it's one of the actors from that. Ah. And if I go to him, he's actually from West Orange, New Jersey, which is cool. No, um, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Pitt, who then is in... Oh, where's Michael Pitt filmography? Uh, it is Funny Games. Okay. And the thing is that he's actually really good in it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just torture porn. Yeah. And I couldn't stand it. Yeah. The only good parts of it were the acting between him and his like co-murderer. Mm. Um, they're just they're like uh, country club sociopaths well and that was really good but the movie itself was like i was angry after it i was like no one should like no one should watch this movie yeah what what made you angry about it though there was nothing to it it was just it was just like it was a snuff film Uh, without like like without being illegal like it, it it was like the same thing there's no story there was no it was hard to watch the only reason i gave it something like the 40s and that's basically because some of the acting was really good mm-hmm. but as a movie i just fucking hated it like it's nihilistic it's which doesn't always have to be bad i, I just right. remember like having a visceral reaction to it uh bomber man well it's got naomi wants in it who i like so yeah she's great no but um, spoiler alert i'm gonna fuck they all just die like they, oh. just, they, just, they kill them Ah, it's just like hard to watch in a and horror movie. Really, yeah, but like, there's no survivors. There's no. It's not thrilling. It's not like like there are like, a good example. I think of something similar would be like a killing of the sacred deer. The mm. killing of a sacred deer, where it's not the same, but like somewhat similar. Right. Um, where you're watching a family kind of get tortured, but it's a good story and it's interesting and it's right. like that's actually a great movie. Uh, that's a uh, Lanthimos movie, right? Um. And right, I think, I think that's so. him. Yeah, Yorgos yeah. Lanthimos, who I like. Uh, that I think is a an equivalent that's really, really good. And Funny Game sucks. Uh, well, uh, go check it out, everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to each their own, I, I just oh, you, yeah. you brought up moves that made you angry, and yeah. that doesn't happen often with me. Those are two off the time I had the fucking Fablemans. And, and <laughs> oh my god, that movie was a a disaster um what um, about so so infinity pool last yeah. thing i'll say yeah uh it was it was cool i'd like to see more of brandon cronenberg um i think it's really cool that he's kind of like taking up his father's mantle it's yeah. not it's not like the like his dad's known for like kind of more overt violence right yeah like yeah. more body horror 
Yeah. Um, I don't think you really get that here. Like there's right. executions, but it's mm-hmm. not the body horror of uh, the elder Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to get into body horror, I can move on to the next movie that the most recent one I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Dead Rise. <clears throat> uh, very cool. I love this series. Like I love this, um, this uh, franchise, I guess you would call it. Yeah. I think it's one of the most unique and, and fun and scary, like legitimately scary. Yeah. Uh, the last two are not funny. <laughs> like they're yeah. not, they don't have that charm, which I'm okay with. Sure. Um, I love the first, I not, to be honest, I don't love army of darkness. Mm. I appreciate it. Cause that's some of the best one liners in yeah. the series, yeah. but as a movie, it got too goofy. Yeah. I, I also wish that they, they, they had a, um, they had low hanging fruit that they, they, that they, 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 they should have called it medieval dead. Um, and, yeah, but they, they definitely I don't know, should have called it that. Yeah. I don't know why, why they went with army of darkness, but army of darkness, army of darkness is an awesome name, but you're right. Medieval dead is so much better. Medieval dead, the army of darkness or something, you know what I mean? But, um, <clears throat> yeah. but yeah, I, 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 I like the original trilogy. Um, I've been meaning to check out the show that, that, that served as a, yeah. it's pretty good. I think I'm gonna do because I really want to do the latest American Horror Story, which mm. isn't even that new anymore. I haven't gotten to it. New, new York City, mm. um, which again, it's like all you have to do is walk around, and it's a fucking horror story. But, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. So I love Evil as a special place in my heart. Yeah, uh, I think they're like they're. I, I don't know if the, the 2013 one, which was like the reboot. Yeah, it was marketed as like the scariest movie you'll ever see. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, man. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. I have to say, like, all right, you better, it doesn't like that's subjective, <clears throat> but you it better be good. Yeah, and I yeah. think it was really good. Uh, I can't remember what I gave it, but I think it was really good. What do you I think? Thought, I, I thought, it, I thought the, the, the 2013 re, uh, reboot was, was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it, it just, it just kind of relied on, on just blood and guts, which is fine. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, the movie's called Evil Dead, so it's not like, you know, I'm expecting anything psychological or anything, but it was, it was just sort of like, okay, it's, you know, it, it was like the original Evil Dead with the comedy taken out. And it's like, eh, okay. All right. Yeah. And, and more money. Dude, yeah. before I get into Evil Dead Rise, yeah. how much money do you think this movie made at the box office? 30 million? You're not even close, which okay. is insane. Really? So it's it a movie, big hit. Made a hundred and forty-six million dollars. Uh, uh, worldwide or, or just domestically? I, I don't I don't know the answer to that, but that's a shit ton of money. Yeah, that is so much goddamn money, and it had a budget of just as box office at a budget of like fifteen to tw- like fifteen to nineteen million. Dude, this is why horror movies are amazing for cinema. Yeah, they yeah. bring in so much money. Um. Yeah, 15, 19 million, 146 million dollars. That's like is that like a like a low-end Marvel? Like how much does a low-end Marvel make? Uh like half a billion. A low-end one, like a not as popular one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like Guardians of the Galaxy, like the first one, based on characters nobody knows about, still made like six or seven hundred million. Okay, fine. Um, so it's not <laughs> Marvel, but it's it's definitely it's definitely like up there like, like that is a huge and who, who produced this that was new line cinema warner bros distributed it so it, it it i just think it's great like i think that's awesome um yeah yeah i mean <clears throat> the cool thing about horror movies and and, and part of why i i think that they'll never you know become unpopular is is that like um uh you you, you do not need a huge budget for them like in in, in fact you not know some all. of the most popular I mean, you know, like like the Blair Witch Project. Um, yeah. What was that it? Was Paranormal, <clears throat> uh, uh, Paranormal Activity. I mean, it's like, it's, 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 like those two cost in the, the the budget for those movies was was in the thousands, and yet they made hundreds of millions each. So it's yeah. like they could be crazy, you know, uh, uh, lucrative for studios. Whereas, like, you know, if you're going to an action movie, it's like, okay, well, you need at least a fifty million dollar budget at, at the minimum to see that many, you know, if, if you want that yeah. many fight scenes and explosions and car chases. So, where it's like a horror movie, it's like it's, if you have a camera and a couple people in a house, like you can make some. And, and if you're inventive enough, you can make something yeah. genuinely scary. Yeah, with, that people with, love with different camera <laughs> angles. And I mean, I don't like just jump scares. Like if a yeah, movie yeah. just says jump scares, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what Paranormal Activity turned into. Yeah, and yeah. and I don't, I don't love that. It, it's yeah. more like just 
um what's the term i always use it's uh it's um startling instead of like scary yeah yeah which can okay hold on so here's my okay maybe i didn't love evil dead as much as i thought mm, <laughs> yeah we have a 74 okay. back in when i watched it um it's too long here for me to read but but anyway yeah 74 is still like four stars it's good um so but so evil dead rise the newest one uh as much as i'm i'm pretty like i think it's great how much money it made i am kind of annoyed with part of it because i don't think i mean maybe it made i have no idea like the business side of this but i think they knew they were going to make good money right yeah yeah like this isn't a new franchise you have the title evil dead which people like me like, i'm gonna watch anything evil dead at least yeah, movie wise yeah. like shows yeah. it's different for me to get into like, <laughs> anything movie i'm watching evil dead um and well, like Scream, right? Like Scream 6, mm-hmm. that was in New York, where I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's something different. Evil Dead Rise is in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so it's not like The Cabin in the Woods, which is classic and I love. But I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is going to be like more expansive. And it fucking wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. that annoyed me. It's like, we don't, besides like a prologue and an epilogue that are at a cabin on a lake, um, yeah. that are just a few minutes long each we don't leave this apartment. I, I don't believe mm. you go underneath it. At one point you go to the garage, but like, it's really just in this apartment building, really this one apartment for the most part. And I'm like, you guys couldn't expand at all. Like, right. it would be, I would love to see evil dead, like the, the deadites and, and things like outside in like yeah. LA. Yeah. Yeah. Which would have been really cool. So that's one of my knocks on it. I gave it, I'm giving it an 81. Okay. I might change that a yeah. point or two in one direction um really good mm-hmm. uh this is about so instead of the usual group of friends and the deadites <laughs> yeah this is about a family a sing- single mother in la three children um one thing i want to note here which i thought was cool we talk a lot about like the forced inclusivity in, in movies now yeah um you know it's a white family but unsurprisingly one of the kids is trans mm. but it's not what i like about it is that like they don't say it they right. don't make joke. They don't do any um, pontificating. They don't. It's just like one of the characters is clearly trans. Right. Right. And I think that's cool. Like that's yeah. how it should be done. Yeah. Just putting yeah. people of different genders and races and, and like all this stuff just in the movie yeah. and let yeah. them act and let them right. be instead of being like it wasn't like, like in Scream. <clears throat> you know, one of the girls has like fucking trans flag on her shirt. You know, she's not trans and like the the pride shit and the other like things it's like uh, like this is just it's just a trans boy i believe mm. yeah and i and i thought that was cool yeah um, yeah so it's like so like, it, it's not again when we criticize this stuff it's not like oh my god it's a trans character it's like no it's what's in your face and it's exactly. preachy like this is how it's done well so yeah yeah kudos on that um, okay cool yeah it's cool at least i, I mean I, I, in fact it's so not in your face that maybe i'm wrong Right. Like maybe she's a lesbian. Maybe she like I think it was a trans boy, but yeah. hey, like that that's what's cool about it. It's just like yeah. a trans character in a horror movie. Um so anyway, uh the the book, which is the I always call it the Necronomicon, but yeah, it's technically they say the Naturum Demanto. Oh, okay. Which is uh right here. <laughs> if you go to on Wikipedia, this is Necronomicon also referred to as the Book of the Dead or under the purported original Arabic title Kitab al-Azif is a fictional grimoire grimoire appearing in stories by the horror writer H.P. Lovecraft and his followers. Yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, you know, like usual, they find it uh, and hell hell breaks loose, like literally, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The the effects are really cool. The mom is the one who becomes a deadite first. This Wait. isn't. This is literally in the poster. I'm not giving anything away here. Yeah, like, yeah. The poster. It's her holding her kids, which is really creepy and cool. Um, really well done. Like scary. Uh, and like any of these movies, you know, kind of one by one, people get picked off. Um, there's whenever the if if there are survivors, which unlike in Scream, like in Evil Dead, I I don't know who's going to survive. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like like I, in fact, if this was like typical. Hollywood shit like the trans kid would have been the savior and one's like nope (laughs) I'll spoil it there nope Um, (laughs) uh, and it's very you know it's fucking like they push some boundaries man they have like a little girl getting choked by her deadite mom (laughs) 
Damn. <laughs> like it's and so basically our hero is uh the mom's sister so mm. like the aunt to these girls who recently found out she's pregnant yeah um really cool shit they play with that with like trying to literally rip out the fetus and yeah um if ha if it wasn't like the ending would unlike kind of infinity pool mm -hmm. the ending of this movie is what i think pushes it into the 80s for me yeah. if it didn't have this kind of ending i think it would have been stuck in like the mid 70s and really the ending is really fucking good mm. where they have this creature called the marauder mm. which do you ever watch have you ever seen like oath studios any of those short films I don't think it's so, on no. netflix you should check them out i looked it up recently they're like it's kind of like lights not lights um love death and robots okay or um what, what are those called um anthology yeah yeah right and they're just like random and i looked it up and it's actually a bond bon, what's that guy's name blomkamp bon, neil blomkamp yeah, yeah yeah neil blomkamp yeah uh, district nine and, he did uh, district nine right and i heard him he's he's coming out with something new anyway uh, something else. i don't know if he directs everything but i think he produces this okay. and the point of it is which is cool it's like it's eric's it's, it's experimental they're like yeah. almost like feelers i'm like hey could this be turned into something bigger and they have like sigourney weavers in the first one it's okay. about um these like reptilian creatures that take over the earth aka the u.s government and yeah. um <laughs> but, but honestly it's like really scary and she's kind of leading the resistance to fight back yeah reptilian. so it's like it's cool shit like that and some of them are just like comedy some are you know, some of it's almost like, um, like joke. Uh, one of them is just like this guy who was doing infomercials, but they keep fucking up and like killing him and stuff, yeah. like getting his hand caught and shit. Uh, so anyway, in one of the, basically in one of these Oats Studios mini, uh, mini movies, um, short films, there's this creature that's like, an, um, like a, uh, like a king rat is how I describe it. Like yeah. you know what king rat is. Is that when a bunch of rats get stuck together? Like their tails? Yeah, right. And so it's like that. And like that's what happens in this movie, which is really cool. It's like the ending is this like globular amoeba like creature that's chasing them. <clears throat> um, so spoilers, by the way. Do you want yeah. me to spoil this for you? That's no? fine. Yeah, go for it. Because it's really you should watch it anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. Where where this movie delivers, which I love, is that it like it does its own thing, which is cool. But at the end, I still have a blood drenched heroin with a chainsaw yeah. like fucking up a, a monster and it's Wait. awesome yeah and there's yeah. for some reason beyond me there's a wood chipper in the garage of a <laughs> like los angeles apartment but of course <laughs> they're gonna use it right yeah. like i don't yeah. know why but it's there and they use the fuck out of it and it's awesome sweet and great like a great final line and like that i'm like okay that that is what i'm looking for when i put on an evil dead movie yeah sweet yeah so i definitely recommend it all right. Um, I I just wish. It, uh, so, so like if, you're probably like oh, Ben. If you if you're saying all these great things about it, like why are you only giving it an eighty one? Um, it gets a little gross sometimes to me. Yeah. And I guess that's subjective. Some people, some people like. I don't love pure gore. Yeah. I, I obviously can do violence. I just talked about <laughs> you know, chainsaws and wood chippers and stuff. Like it just gets kind of gross. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's unnecessary. Um, I wish they expanded it more because it's like you guys aren't some indie film, right? Like the original right. Evil Dead. Like, yeah, you, you are. You're one of the biggest names in horror. You can go bigger. You know, you're going to make money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then maybe some other things I just can't articulate right now, but definitely um, a solid installment to the series. Um, so the guy who wrote and directed it, his name is Lee Cronin, and he made a film in 2019 that I thought was actually pretty good. It's, it's, okay. it's a horror film. It's called What's The Hole it? in the Ground. Okay, I don't know. Um, it's worth checking out. I saw it uh, a few months ago. It's uh, about the single mom, and uh, 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 it takes place in Ireland, I believe, in the Irish countryside. And it's okay. a single mom. She's got like a like eight or nine year old boy, and mm. he's kind of weird and awkward. And mm. he wanders off into the forest, and uh, um, she goes looking for him. And then she finds him and and but she starts to believe that he might have been replaced by like 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 a fairy you know because you, 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 there, there are a lot of fairy tales that involve stealing children and replacing them and blah blah mm -hmm. so so she starts to believe that her son because he's acting weird that it's not actually her son anymore um mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty cool it, it definitely leans much more into psychological horror rather than, than straight yeah which is know. cool yeah uh, I, I thought it was pretty solid uh, I, I thought it was a nice mixture of of sort of you know, dark fantasy and, and, and modern horror. Uh, so I, I work, is I, he I, Irish? 
Is he an Irish director? I believe so. Yo, uh, why? Yeah. Was, yeah. Why won't Sam Raimi just direct another Evil Dead? I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. It would, like, it would be awesome for him to come back. Like he's done, he's done Marvel, yeah. right? Like he's done. What else is he did? Did you like Drag Me to Hell? Not really. Um, I thought it was okay. I remember. But... I remember like fucking hating that movie to be honest. But it had a lot of parts that were it. very reminiscent of Evil Dead. It felt like a watered down Evil Dead movie, honestly. Um, yeah. Do you ever the part there, there's a seance and then like one of the characters gets possessed and then he starts floating and saying all these threatening things? It felt so much like like an old Evil Dead movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I don't. I remember the goat. Yeah. I remember like the woman, like chew, like teethless, yeah. sucking on like the girl's face. Who was the? Was that Amy Adams? No. Who was, the main, who was the main character? Uh. No. Drag me to hell. Who's the star? Allison Lohman? Who the fuck is that? Yeah, just some blonde chick. I don't remember her at all. Anyway. um, Oh, my God. The Vatican tapes. That movie stinks. Did Sam Raimi make that one? No, no. This girl's in it. Lohman. What's Sam Raimi done, man? He's he's like... Drag me to hell is like... He's done... of course, he did fucking Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Like, shoot me in the face. <laughs> this, this title. Oz the Great. Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. That was a stinker, right? Yeah. Spider-Man 3. Of course, Drag Me to Hell. Man with the Screaming Brain. What the fuck is that? Was that with, was Bruce Campbell in that? Yeah, he was. But he didn't direct it. Raimi didn't mm. direct it. He was oh. a story. It says he wrote... Uh, I don't know. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man The Gift. So, like, man, go do another Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Like, oh, god damn it. All right. I don't know. I don't I don't want to speak <laughs> media here. But, <laughs> but uh, like, at this point, you, you've done... You just did a Doctor Strange movie... Go back to your roots, man. Yeah. No. Like, give, give the people what they want. You, you've achieved it all. You've, you've done the big thing. You've done the. Maybe he doesn't want mi- to, Ben. Maybe he just wants to be a Papa uh, executive producer of of the <sighs> Evil Dead. He just wants to let the others. Yeah. I mean, it'd be I, kick, it'd be kick ass if if he, he and 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 Bruce Campbell reunited. I mean, they kind of did for for the Evil Dead TV series. Like, I I, I think he directed a few episodes, and then he's he's hmm. kind of produced and oversaw. I don't show. think Bruce Campbell wants to do any more Evil Dead, though. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. He technically has a cameo in Evil Dead Rise. It's like a voice, like a voice yeah. cameo. Right. I I don't know why I'm saying that. I think I may have heard him in an interview say he doesn't really want to do it. I looked it up. Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. you did. Okay. Yeah, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, like, but but <laughs> he's done it more recently. Where Sam Raimi hasn't done an Evil Dead movie since like '87. Yeah. Right. Or '93. Yeah, '92, '93. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. No. All right. Whatever. I mean, yes, but but it's like you you've made your money. Like yeah. you like I'm sure you don't need money. He did multiple Spider Men, yeah. and then Multiverse of Madness, multi, Multiverse of Gayness, and then <laughs> and, and uh, uh, Oz the the gay and uh, powerful. The gay and- Gotta <laughs> 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 like Sam Raimi. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, so yeah, out of those three, um, De- Evil Dead Rise is like really good. Like definitely see that one if you're going to see Brown. But check out Re- the others too. Like- okay. Real quick, I want to return to the analog horror thing. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe we, we can do a more in depth episode on this. I think I need to like one. watch some of it though, so I can contribute. Because I just don't like I have no analog means. But yeah. I need to watch some examples. Well, there's. I'm going to give you a recommendation. There's one that that I think you'll appreciate quite a bit because it has to do with history. You stupid fucking nerd. Yeah. Um, it's called the monument mythos and it's, it's, it's like a series of like short, like, I don't know, three to five minute documentaries. Um, and it looks at like different, um, monuments. I think they're all in the U S. Um, but it starts off kind of explaining 
like, oh, you know, the, the, the Statue of Liberty was built by the French in 18 blah, 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 and brought to the US. Um, how, and, and it looks very formal and very bland and educational. And then it starts going into like the history of the monument. And it'll say like, um, you know, I, I, I can't remember exactly, but it's something like, you know, the, 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 the Statue of Liberty um, uh, would eventually be used to house um, an ancient creature and then they would show like 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 it was actually I don't I don't know how exactly they did this it was done really well maybe they did it with miniatures or something but it looked like like somebody with like, with like a cell phone um you know looking up at the Statue of Liberty at night and then like like the 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 the, the statue kind of splits in half and you see like a gi giant like spider leg thing come out or something yeah, and then and it, cool. and it comes back in and then and then it closes again and it, and it does it for like um uh uh what's uh, um what's the South Dakota thing the all the dudes heads. Like uh, Dakota thing, yeah. Their, their stupid heads are in the, the mountain. Oh, 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 Mount Rushmore. Rushmore, yeah. Same thing there, where it's like, oh, like on its surface, it's meant just to be a thing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's a secret government facility that's used to house some alien thing or something. But, but, but it's cool, we're, we're, it just looks at all these historical monuments and, and, and it gives like an alternate, um, you know, backstory for what, it, for what it actually is. So, I recommend that one. That's cool, yeah. Just just send them to me. And yeah. these, these are like how how long are these each? Uh, it, they're all just a few minutes long, like oh, gotcha. two to five minutes long each. Gotcha. And it's cool because like I, I I think some of them have like an overarching story, but the vast majority of them are like you just kind of dip in and just oh that looks good, that looks interesting, just watching. You don't have to watch like um the full you know three hour long series or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah. All right, man. Okay then. Anything else you want to touch on? No, I'm pretty scared right now. So I think I'm, I'm pretty spooked. So pretty I think spooked. this is a good place now. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, we'll do our horrorthon in October. We'll do yeah. a couple apps. I, yeah. I, I kind of save horror movies on my list until then. Yeah. And, and then just binge them. But I didn't want to pass up on a few of these. Yeah. And I like to just watch new shit when it comes out too. Yeah. You're such a hip kid. I like to see what the kids are up to. <laughs> All right. All right, Ben. Stay reckless. Fight the crits. Stay reckless, Joseph. Jose, fight the crits. <laughs>